everybody, and welcome to In My Opinion, The Good Fight Podcast. This one covering Season 2, Episode 9, titled Day 464. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I'm joined by Keen Cobb. Hello. Jack O'Keefe. Hello. Tia Kemp. Hello. And Molly Scullion. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. Before we get into our first impressions, I do want to mention, because it is all official now, uh, for the first time ever, Crossroads Comedy Theater is going to be doing some live shows. Live shows in Philly the weekend of June uh, 11th through the 13th. Uh, we're going to have Study Hall, Comedy Inspired by Lectures, Night at Rated, an Improvised Movie, No Diggity, Comedy Inspired by Old School Hip Hop and R&B, hosted by our own Tia, um, and a bunch of other... Uh, stuff that's going to be coming up through that weekend. A lot of fun things. It's mostly improv. Um, I'm looking to do some more sketch and whatnot in coming months, but really excited to finally get back, get some people back on stage. I probably won't be on stage this this month, but uh, we will have Keen doing some stuff uh, and Tia doing some things as well. So if you're in the Philly area, go to xroadscomedy.com because tickets are on sale now. All right. First impressions. Let's start with Tia. Uh, I'm going to borrow a phrase that you used earlier, Mike, and say this episode was thick (laughs) and it was just, I think there were so many characters and players involved. Um, You know, uh, Ruth Eastman came back. uh, Madeline Starkey was there. Michael Mm -hmm. Ian Black, uh, you know, Stevens character, Fisher Stevens (laughs) back, (laughs) Kovac. Um, Mm -hmm. And then we had, you know, new characters, like obviously the people in the case, like Dominica and her roommate. So there were just so many moving parts and pieces and people involved. So it just felt like a lot. Um, But yeah, I thought it was uh, interesting. Also frustrating to think back to, I I think everyone feels this way where it's like, I cannot believe we had this person as our president. Uh, I I can't believe it happened. So just having a, a, a recap of all the things he did and who he is and yeah it's just like oh it's it's like shutter so yeah uh, but it was it was a good episode yeah molly um yeah i i enjoyed this episode and it was one that i was like oh because i knew what it was as soon as it started and i was like oh is it gonna not that it would have aged poorly but is it not gonna hit you know is it not gonna slap and I, you know what, I think it slept. Yeah. <laughs> I think it still slept. Uh, so I really, I really, really love it. We're having fun now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Keen. Yeah. Uh, I think Tia said it perfectly. Uh, this episode was definitely thick. Um, maybe so thick the eye just stretched out and it turned into fact. But um, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a Belgian waffle where like everything, it was so much at first but every little bit of it was sweet and delicious and you loved it at the end. Your stomach hurt a little bit, but you're still happy you had mm. it. So yeah, mm. that's how I feel about that episode. Yeah. Jack. Uh, I had the same uh, concerns as Molly going in that this wasn't going to hold up, but I really like that uh, there's a lot of indicators in this episode that like they're getting a little playful. Uh, the music uh, is a little more uh, dramatic. Uh, it's a little more noiry. Uh, than a typical episode, and it's uh, it's fun. It's a fun episode. Uh, you can tell that it's supposed to be a little more loose with reality uh, while still uh, pontificating uh, a very interesting uh, idea 
uh, which is that if this PP tape had existed, how would it have been used and what good would it have done? Yes, had it existed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I agree with everybody. I really, really enjoyed the episode. I enjoyed the two that we watched. We're only going to discuss episode nine right now because Tia has not seen episode 10. So everybody, including, and I say this mostly to myself, try not to fuck <laughs> anything up for Tia. <laughs> um, or anybody that might be listening. Yeah, it'll be right. for me too. Mike, keep a straight face. Hey, keep a straight face. <laughs> uh, but I did. I really enjoyed this episode. The subject matter, yeah, it's it's a little, it's, I don't, I don't want to use the word triggering because there are much more uh, heavy things that uh, that is deserving of. Um, but it it's it's weird, I guess. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's just so weird living through that time and then watching something during that time. Uh, mm. The way that they did it, I thought was fantastic. Uh, all of the if it does, if it doesn't uh, exist, is it real? Is it fake? Oh, it's fake. Oh, but is it? <laughs> you know, from scene to scene. Uh, and again, for those playing the In My Opinion home game, uh, if you guess that Tia's background would be uh, Marissa and Adrian looking at the PP tape, you just won something. Uh, <laughs> I, I love that even, effect that they use for that scene. Because like, oh, like yeah, the Pulp Fiction style. Light. Oh, well, so it's good. not even... It's it's like they're look. It's a golden glow mm -hmm. itself. Uh, so the whole thing with the golden shower, there's like a golden glow on them. So like how much urine is on the screen? <laughs> you know, yikes. Um, but yeah, this is that's my first impression. But it's leading into our first discussion, which is the PP tape. So general thoughts. What do you got? Is it is it wild that I kind of forgot about the PP tape? No, it's not wild at all because there is just an onslaught of uh, so much. Scum, scumbaggery from day to day. Mm -hmm. So, like, like someone said earlier, like you don't want to use the term triggering, but like sitting there thinking about it, it's it's so wild to me that this happened. Cause I still remember, I still remember like 2015, like the, uh, if that was when the primaries were. I don't remember the primaries, 15 or 16, and he did that. He he mocked the one um the one journalist mm -hmm. and and my brain i'm like oh he's done you can't you can't do that <laughs> and then the fact he kept going and i kept checking in i'm like wait he's still it's not over he's yeah. all right nothing and, and nothing like, stuck it was terrible oh. it still and, is and terrible one, still happening one of, the, one, of, one of the lines i think margo uses or eastman uses is like okay yeah sure the fact that we have to do this much to just pin something on them, but it won't matter after a news cycle. Mm -hmm. And that's the shit that just makes your brain want to explode because you mm -hmm. were raised to believe a certain thing. You're like, all right, yeah, that's not, don't do that. But you're allowing to, okay. And it just kept happening. It's just ridiculous. I forgot about Paul Ryan. <laughs> they, showed a, they showed a quick clip of him and I thought, I'm like, him? oh, I remember him. Yeah. yeah. And he, he annoyed me so much. And then he just kind of disappeared. Well, um, he got what he wanted. He he got the tax cuts and he was out. Yeah. That's 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 that was his whole thing was, you know, tax cuts for the for the it was for the wealthy and the businesses, mm -hmm. but you know, pitching it as for the middle class and the working people, which of course it wasn't. Yeah. Right. I for some reason I thought he was gonna be around for a really long time, like Ted Cruz or something. So did but... he. 
<laughs> but um but yeah so anyway but yeah just uh pp tape and yeah it's kind of embarrassing that this is yeah that that was a reality uh that we experienced um but as far as uh dominica uh i'll i'll speak to just marissa Marissa's a trip. She just has no filter. Just when she initially meets Dominica and she's like, yeah, you sound like a Russian villain and uh, <laughs> your name or whatever. And uh, and then she uh, made a joke about, you know, do you know where the restrooms are? The restrooms are over there. Um, so yeah, so I just, I, I like uh, that they kind of humanize, I don't know. They kind of humanize the situation because, you know, you have Obviously, a lot of people, it's like, uh, you know, Trump is gross. He's a pervert. He's a horrible person. But then just kind of these other folks behind the scenes and how other people are impacted. You know, homegirl was just trying to study hotel management. You know, she's in her, she's staying in her lane. You know, she's going to contribute to our country in, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of oh, great ways. Um, so, yeah, I, I like that they, I like the way they approached the the situation with the tape and gave, you know, more, you know, people, the people behind it, the women behind it. But it's also sad and gross. I don't know. This is weird to talk about. <laughs> uh, let me let me just ask this. Who believes this tape exists? Tia, that's a, that's a hand up. Sure. Uh, I want, I'm looking for sure. a yes or no. <laughs> oh, yes, of course. Of course. I think I agree. I agree with Molly. Like, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that's mostly unanimous that it probably does. And I wouldn't be surprised, like, you know, when we eventually have uh, the Kings on the podcast rather than just (laughs) longtime (laughs) listeners, uh, I want to talk to them about this specifically. Uh, I mean, in the context of how much do they know about what really went on, or is this all completely fictionalized? Mm -hmm. Um, And and they may not be able to say it. There may be some different, you know, confidentiality things or inside sources or shit like that, um, or just really good imaginations and writing, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm just, just curious. Um, Uh, I feel like a lot of the, uh, from watching like good wife panels and interviews and stuff, they all talk about what a sixth sense the, the Kings have around this stuff. And obviously this is using being much more literal, but that they tend to like they they just have their like finger on the pulse of the future, <laughs> like, yeah. like in a, in a in a strange way. So even yeah. when they're you know filming months in advance, they're 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 hitting such a present moment by the time the episode comes out. Um, yeah, it's basically. So I don't know. Yeah, the, I'm curious. Uh, basically, the Simpsons and the Goodverse are where yeah. we need to look Kinda, yeah. for yeah. <laughs> for what's what's coming. Yeah. Um, yeah, I liked also the lack of subtlety throughout mm-hmm. uh throughout even the usb drive pp <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh and they just kept writing at that like when they made copies when margo had a copy of it uh it's to the best of our knowledge that's the only that's the only one um and then you go right to her and then putting it in her her vault which had a ton of cash by the way uh, it's case. like this yeah this just mini warehouse where they keep the ark of the covenant it's like this dnc trash file um and cash um yeah it's her getaway shit yeah lack of subtlety was really fun but also the going to detail how much that is one of the great things about this episode but at the show in general is how much detail they go into uh with 
how they figure different things out and zoom in enhance kind of kind of shit. Um, what else was going on here? Oh yeah, Starkey. We had her come in and she's dropping dimes on people. You know, she's the one that called up uh, the FBI or the INS to get Olga out of the. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bird thing. <laughs> Again, that was, that was funny. Oh, I guess there's no birds today. Oh. Quick question. Did yeah. um did they trade opponents in this episode? Because I couldn't remember who went against Kovac. I can't remember if that was just Luca or if that was uh Diane. I think it was Diane because uh Kovac oh, was it. representing uh the dude who was living uh with like mm-hmm. or not with but it was the priest episode. Right. Yeah. And that was sort of like the higher echelon mm-hmm. of the firm defending him. Yeah. With uh, Carl, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Adrian. Yep. Uh, yeah. How oh, do you feel about okay. Julius within this, um, Julius's parts throughout this episode. I was, I, I was. Okay, I feel like Julius, he does not have what I have at times, which is the petty trait or the petty gene. Um, So I kind of admire that he's not petty. And so at first when he came back and talked to Diane after meeting up with his friend at the cafe, I was like, don't trust him, don't believe it. Like, I thought he was kind of playing games. I was like, oh, no, he's actually looking out for the firm. And, you know, that could have been another opportunity for him, you know, to backstab them or whatever, especially getting mm-hmm. kicked off of, you know, when they were in the conference room with, uh, you know, the whole DNC impeachment process thing. So, yeah, I was surprised. And, and there was this moment that him and Diane <laughs> had where she just looked, leaned to him. She's like, good job. And he's like, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. So despite their political differences, it was cool to see him come through because uh, that would uh, not be me. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, I know who you voted for. You get no extra cookies, mm-hmm. uh, you know, no dessert for you. And think about what you've done. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what to think when he went to see, I think it was uh, Rodney at the DOJ when they kind of ran into each other, or did they? Um, uh, Rodney, by the way, is, I don't know his name, as, as <laughs> his, real, his real name, but he is the star of the original Fright Night. He was Charlie Brewster, so hmm. just a little fact. There you <laughs> go. You. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, when you said original Fright Night, I thought he was the first guy hired at Six Flags, but whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, he's no, that's the uh, Venga Boys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't sure what to think with with Julius here, um, but it does show that he he knows some people in the higher ups, and again, just like with with Sweeney possibly getting a ambassadorship, which is one of my remaining locks. Uh, seeing him here, I, I had my hopes up, um, but uh, well, I think that's one of the, is that the next one? Yeah. yeah Whoa. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I, you know, hope that um, things happen with, with him, with Julius. Like if, if, in the environment of, of the Trump administration, it seems like there's probably chances for him to progress. <gasps> you think he's going to work for Trump? Well, I mean, he has the, he seems to have the connections. But he was so, he, he's, he still is with the firm. He's still being, yeah, but if he gets like, but if he, uh, you know, gets like a shortcut to like one of these judge appointmentships, I wouldn't, you know, 
I, I would not hold it against him for taking an a opportunity that shouldn't exist, but is going to help him. Yeah. And there was that hmm. quick dialogue in the in the episode where Diane says, I think it was Diane, would you vote for him again? Well, it depends on who's running. It's like, oh. ugh. So he's really in it for the policies, air quotes. That that is that is what I'm I think most excited for for uh, season five is to find out who Julius voted for. <laughs> yeah, gotta get gotta see. Um, any other threads within this storyline that uh, you enjoyed, had issues with, were just funny. I liked watching. Oh, go ahead, Keen. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> uh, the, the one thing I was going to say with it was how just the way them skimming through the situation is the way we kind of just reflected back on um, living through that time. Because Diane was like, I was never there. My partner was there. And she was like, well, that one day I actually did go blah, blah, blah. And that story's not real. She's working for that. Well, actually, so it's like you, like like the fact that I forgot about the tape. The fact that mm-hmm. like watching, I was like, oh shit, yeah, that was a real thing. Like like the joke about the pigs and the goats or whatever. Yeah, okay, whatever. But then the fact like, oh shit, this really fucking happened. This really took a time <laughs> yeah. in our collective lives, and it was just cool to see, even in that small snippet of time how memory can fuck with you and how like you got to really really sit down and think back did that shit really happen so uh, i like that little trip they had within the story yeah and speaking of the the goats it kind of starts as the opening credits are are ending uh for a little bit longer than you would think because i was watching on my computer and i wasn't sure what was happening i had to like switch windows i thought maybe like an ad had popped up (laughs) and it was just like a, a goat um because the the sound, and then I had to take it take it back a little bit just to see. And that was also something like the, they had that previously on mm-hmm. uh, within within the episode that was a little bit more stylized. So yeah, they're definitely having some fun within within this one, both in the editing and the writing itself. Yeah, I just I really want a flash drive that has PP on it. I just think it's so. <laughs> it's just like that the flash way- drive will not work. If it yeah. has PP on it, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> um, and and just that that dramatic moment of Adrian putting it into the computer and just milking it all because who cares? Like it's mm-hmm. yeah, of course mm-hmm. you're gonna milk this. The fact that this is even a possible reality, uh, it's yeah. I think that's what's so fun about watching this show, even though that it's based on such accurate and real events it's like they because of how ridiculous real life is they've they've they can take their satire to a whole new level that is is so Mm -hmm. interesting and fun to watch and -hmm. i think this episode really starts to highlight that and like you know even that little schoolhouse rock thing that we've seen so we're like seeing how they're starting to pepper that in even more and i yeah this what a way to do it It it's fun Mm -hmm. And also like playing with the structure that they're presenting. Like they present this very, you know, I, I keep going back to it, but it feels like the most uh, applicable term that's like noirish conspiracy tone, mm-hmm. but then constantly under undercutting that. Uh, like with, uh, what is it? Um, 
when they're meeting with Madeline Starkey and like someone says something and it's this like huge dramatic sting and then the waiter comes in pardon my reach and the music <laughs> just immediately cuts out she <laughs> rightfully goes off on this man <laughs> uh and then the so same thing if i'm remembering i think it's the same episode there's some point where mm -hmm. uh there's a big revelation revealed while luke is on the ground and she tries to get up and get into action <laughs> immediately yeah. undercut hey can you i can't can you help yeah <laughs> yeah uh I, I think that's something that is part of the joy of watching uh, the good wife in its later seasons but especially the good fight is that this is a team of people who like bleed tv structure like they know the ideal structure of television inside and out and are so good at manipulating it and just being playful with it you know mm -hmm. even when the content isn't necessarily playful the structure itself feels playful in a way that is like that still has the capacity to surprise people like us who have devoured hundreds of hundreds of hundreds of hours of television over our lifetimes wow jack you're my winner for this episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think the only thing I would add as far as the PP tape case is uh, the ending uh, and Dominica being like, I, uh, you know, which is the fact that she has to lie and lose her integrity in order to stay in America. I'm just like, yeah, that checks out. Welcome yep. to America. <laughs> um, so, but yeah, I was for a second, I was wondering if she wouldn't sign it and yeah. I almost wish there was like an alternate ending of like, well, what would, what would happen if she didn't, um, especially, yeah, with the FBI being involved and if they could get in trouble for, cause you know, they're also lying too. And yeah, so, but yeah, I hope we see her again, <laughs> honestly. Yeah, I guess the, the way that they, they handle it is kind of how they have to handle it if they're mirroring the, the real world. Uh, because if, right. she hadn't, if she hadn't signed, uh, then they would have to find a way. Or I mean, they could always just ignore ignore it, um, but they would have to find a way to um, make that make sense within our world, I guess. I don't know. But doing it as a big cover-up definitely works. Um, all right, if there are no more thoughts on the PP tape, then we shall move forward. All right, uh, Colin and Luca. This being stuff about Colin, stuff about Luca, and stuff about Colin and Luca. Yeah, why are you hiding? Colin gets on my nerves, man. <laughs> just so annoying. Um, uh, somebody else, please speak on Colin, because I'm just I'm going to go into the same headspace I go into when I talk about Geraldine from Killing uh, Eve. So correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I don't want to be bleeding over into uh, the next episode as well, since we watched both recently. But this episode did have the return of number one idiot asshole frank landau am i correct of the dnc yeah i think so yeah uh, where yeah. he comes back yes. yeah. That, yeah i swear if i see that man on my i remember what he did to alicia <laughs> i know what he did i do not trust that man yeah. oh my gosh you know what's funny when i heard his name i i got a bad feeling in my spirit mm -hmm. <laughs> and i didn't know why but i don't remember the details but i was like i feel like he's a bad guy i remember frank landau being like a bad person but then i appreciate that he was kind of the catalyst to helping craig get free you know unfortunately yeah. like if he didn't call that out with colin then colin wouldn't have all of a sudden decided to care <laughs> yeah. and do the right thing yeah i think i think colin is a 
I think Colin is going to show his value as a very effective vessel for Luca um, because Luca knows how to get what she wants out of people for the most part. And she's finding more and more benefits to staying in this Colin situation. Uh, even as Colin himself, as he always does, gives so many reasons to not be involved in the Colin situation. Uh, and in this episode, it was pointed out to be specific, Colin's prosecution record is abysmal. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. In terms of like his 90% African-American prosecutions, uh, where he tends to plead uh, white defendants and prosecute African-American defendants. Um, and he comes out, he's just like, I'm fucked. <laughs> apparently I'm a racist um, so yeah they, <laughs> they go through and they save save one from a life in prison or years in prison um, and then they do say that they're opening up the others right I think that's what he said yeah I think, I think yeah. He's, he's saying like they're good that's why because it's under investigation that's why he got out so quickly mm -hmm. it was like as soon as you're done with processing you're a free man um, I did enjoy seeing that be brought up like not only like um storyline wise but the fact that like yeah this is probably very on point as far as like real life situations where it's like uh the ratio between white black uh pleading and persecution because if you think about it um more times than not the plead out is probably because they have a better lawyer mm -hmm. they probably figure like hey you're not going to win this. Let's get the fuck out of here. While I don't know the numbers, but uh, I used to be, I don't know if I've told you this, but <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I, was, I know uh, it's going to come up in every episode and I'm always surprised <laughs> at when and where. <laughs> Voted best male advocate. Just saying, teen court, high school. Anyway, but what I'm saying is there's a good chance that a lot of the, um, the probably majority of like the black uh the black convictions were, were represented by like public defenders whose sure. caseloads were probably insane and mm -hmm. they were like who are you okay what did you do and then they go like all right let's go to court what the fuck yeah. is that and we saw that so, in yeah. pilot with uh mm -hmm. or the second episode one of the episodes one or two with uh with maya mm -hmm. uh any other thoughts colin luca colin luca kaluka you're on mute. Yes, sorry, I'm just going through uh, the notes here. They, I, I'm gonna back up before uh, Colin and Luca were in front of um, Frank uh, Landau, but uh, just that moment where they were together and trying to decide if they were the type of couple, they were like, oh, we're not the type of couple that holds hands. Um, but I, I mean, she still like him. Y'all think she, they just gonna get back together? Probably. I like each other and remember i did not mention this a couple episodes ago but they had a genetic testing hug in the hallway yeah mm -hmm. yeah they were all like I mean, oh. and she luca, initiated it luca told him from the jump you messed up you made me like you you made me interested mm -hmm. and i think the fact that in the character of her the, the bit of her character that i've seen thus far in this show uh if luca wants something she's gonna get it and at that point in time, when she warned Colin, she wanted Colin. So she gone get it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also worth noting that Colin is, at this point, up against uh, somebody else 
another Democrat, Democrat as a possible candidate, um, but also a Nazi, which I do believe is based in reality uh, for Chicago. I, I vaguely remember a story around somebody voting in, or uh, running in Chicago uh, that was the best candidate, and it was someone who was, I think they kind of dialed it up a little bit here, um, but not too far off either. Yeah, they didn't dial it up that much. I mean, yeah. I've 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 listened to occasional things Marjorie Taylor Greene has spewed onto the ground from her acid mouth. Oh, it's not sure. that far from I'm, reality. I'm just I'm just speaking out specifically the person that was specifically in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no, there are definitely a bunch of um, worse people in power now. Oh boy. Uh, any other thoughts on Kaluta? Oh. That line really quick, uh, connected to the Nazi, I wrote it down when she said, she told Colin, if it keeps a Nazi out of office, I can act <laughs> like I love you. Yeah. <laughs> so romantic. Yeah, uh, put that in a Hallmark card. <laughs> uh, all right, let's hit Craig's case. We already talked a little bit about it. What more have you got? Phew. Well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. That was, oh, God. Oh, that was close. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but when they, before, before the actual trial started and everything, um, there was that moment when Maya and Luca find out that Jay quit, but in front Mm -hmm. of Craig. And I was like, "Mm, that's unprofessional, but also it's like, Oh, like they got to find out right then and there. And Luca had like the saddest look on her face and yeah, but I appreciate Jay holding on to his integrity and he's like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I'm not coming back. I'll find something else mm-hmm. to do. Um, yeah. but yeah, but that's before all the details with uh Kovac and him being in love and obsessed with Maya. Um yeah. Uh we need to find him a lawyer that we can influence. Someone we can influence. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, he was fun that in was, this one too. Yeah, like <laughs> my favorite part might have been. He's like, I'm not going to do it for this. And I'm not doing it for the law. I'm not doing it for this. How many more of these? Like, one more. And I'm not doing it for this. But I am doing it for love. And I was like, what are you talking? I love of money? And we looked at Maya. I was as confused as Maya was. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, that was wild. I love, there's there's a lot. There's a lot of fun they have with Kovacs. I love that moment where they're, they're, they're talking to him and they're like, you know, we're looking for someone who is okay with maybe some questionably legal tactics. And he's just like, yeah, that's a game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then same thing later, the judge looks him dead in the eyes and says, not a very good lawyer, are you? <laughs> no. That's a shame. <laughs> uh, request denied. I've, as someone who has also been bad at stuff and called out on it and can only <laughs> answer a, a, a resigned, yeah. I, I, I felt that in that moment. Yeah, also, Stanek, though, that is a that's a dick move. <laughs> you know? uh, that's pretty fucked up for the judge to be like, you're bad at this. God, you're bad. Um, but very justified because he was terrible. Uh, he does pull out that one habeas corpus uh, deal uh, to, to buy some time. Wait, did he that say he carved birds out of pebbles? <laughs> something like that, yeah, for his grandma or his mom or something. <laughs> And dude was like, what? He's like, oh, he doesn't want to go into all that right now. Um, yeah. So they, they make that they make that deal and get get him out. And and Colin goes right in front of him, in front of everybody. You know, and it's like, oh, in behalf 
of the Department of Justice, you know, and so on and so forth. We sincerely apologize. And Stanek was like, yeah, we can't give you the two years of your life back, but best of luck going forward. And that was a great moment. Great moment for, for I mean, the reactions for yeah. Craig and Jay specifically. Yeah. Um, just a nice little ending for, for that one case. Any other thoughts? Um, yeah, so Kovac in the courtroom, I don't know, he was such a little kid. I feel like his, this version of him compared to the first version, I feel like they, I don't know, they just like turned up even more of his ridiculousness, but they made it more um, like heartwarming or like more like, aw. And I don't know if it's because he, I, I'm wondering if it's just because he was fighting for Craig versus someone else. Um, Cause like little things he did before where he was like, oh, you know, he stole some chocolates. He was also flirting with Marissa a little bit, but he just seemed more creepy. Um, and I don't know, his creep factor in this episode seemed less. And I almost, at times I was just like, ah, like, I feel sorry for you, but you're also like a character that I was just like, huh, like I kind of want to root for him, which it's kind of cool that they were able to do that with this character. But I don't know, what do y'all think? Mm -hmm. About yeah, I think it was general versus this episode. Uh, turned down to inappropriate from very creepy. I think yeah. mm -hmm. uh, just general inappropriate. <laughs> and I think like the 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 way that he really doesn't get it. Like it wasn't like like he he really was never a like threat to Maya with his you know love for her and and being like oh yeah I'll I'll see you for our date and I'll pick you up for our date. But like the way <laughs> she talked to him about it and he was just like because she was like i don't date men and he's like what does he, he say me neither yeah <laughs> right and it's like i i just and the that whole exchange and how she, how like obvious it was that he wasn't getting it i think like lowered his threat level to to make him less creepy almost mm -hmm. and it's like i just picture him like showing up and knocking and not getting an answer and then just like Boop, going <laughs> on oh man <laughs> Mm -hmm. oh well sad music playing yeah yeah nah uh, nah <laughs> just on to the same, next same dude in this episode was the same dude in the other episode a creep is a creep is a creep is a creep okay. uh don't okay. don't let him somehow pull in a kramer a, a good kramer not a bad kramer not the, not the kramer but pulling oh boy all right let me let me explain it my joke yeah. for that is there's a kramer and there's a michael richards <laughs> there you go. The Kramer, He's falling to Kramer. The Kramer is how George one time said he falls ass backwards into money. That's what happened in this. He falls ass backwards into two wins. He pulled the first one out of his own ass, and this and the second one, Colin swooped in. He was going was like, <laughs> those are those are cold blooded lies. Uh, he's agreeing with you. You want to maybe shut up? Yeah. <laughs> like, and the fact that the fact that the first time he was going for money. He seemed like he knew what was going on or seemed a little bit slicker. But it's the same dude. It's the same greasy, weird, uh, weird haircut that he can't get right. Um, the same it's probably the same Chinese food that he was eating in that episode. Uh. <laughs> sort of likely. So yeah. a creep is a creep is a creep. I mean, cool. If mm. he looks better in your eyes, I'm not gonna stop that. But <laughs> no, the same dude. I don't think he looks better to to me for me at least I don't I'm like not better but he's he's a creep who's like who I'm not I'm not I'm not as worried about as other creeps 
in this show and this and as as possible threats or possible dangers mm-hmm. to people like he, he's a creep he, he's and yeah that's sort the of only, the end of it. i'm sorry uh i think the only thing that that softens everything because yeah creep is creep i think you're right <laughs> um i think the thing is he's our creep now he's on it's our a, side <laughs> it's a known creep so you're like yeah. ah yeah okay yeah i really hope that uh co Co is it kovac or kovacs anyway i hope fisher stevens character kovacs i hope he meets and has a scene with mike christiva in the future um because they're both horrible uh in their own way but yeah i don't know i mean because i even seeing like diane with madeline starkey that was you know i loved just seeing them together in a scene so yeah i'm i'm curious like how that would look my dream, my dream case is <laughs> uh, Creep, Creep McCreeperston versus uh, the angel known as Elsbeth. So mm. how how they can out quirk each other? Oh, and to the judge is just like, what the fuck is this? Wow. Yeah, that's what oh, I want to see. Oh boy. Coming this fall, it's court <laughs> jesters. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, uh, I also enjoyed when Gabe is like, could you? You know, and he's like, "You want me to say it?" The judge then, "You want me to oh, say yeah. it?" You know, if you don't mind, you won, they <laughs> lost. <laughs> Please go. Um, yeah. All my right, bad. that's that's it there. My bad. Quick, more. quick question. My bad. Uh, this is actually for the previous episode. Um, when Craig asked, or when Jay said that his firm could help him, he said something about his his his. He said something happened to his uh, lawyer. I don't remember what it was though. I don't know if he said something like he got sick or something like that, but he said something. That's why he wasn't around episode uh, eight. And that's why they kind of stepped in until he came back in episode nine. So I may have to go watch it again and find out what he said. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. But I do remember that. Yeah. Wasn't, wasn't he sick? That's what I thought. I yeah, thought it was sickness. Just, just sick? Sure. He was sick. All right, so uh, that is uh, the the episode. Let's hit some winners and losers. We'll start with the losers. Let's go, Keen. Oh, uh, loser. Who is a loser in this episode? Um, you know, there's a loser in this episode. Uh, the the driver for um, Marissa's <laughs> getaway or her chase yeah. scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude. Just shut up and drive. Just uh, pretend it's a Rihanna song. Shut up and drive, <laughs> and let's get there. Okay. I had that. Like, head. it's insane. Like, I need a place. Give me a place. I need a destination. Destination. He's like, my yeah. destination is me not kicking your ass. Go. Let's get <laughs> out of here. And he got bought off with five stars. Come on, man. Come on, son. Jack. Uh, I think uh, for a loser, I gotta say Olga. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she didn't, she didn't do anything wrong, uh, but we don't even meet her. We don't even meet her, but she's getting thrown back to Russia. Her friend is safe, but what happened to Olga, you know? Mm-hmm. Olga barely knew her. All right. No? Okay. Okay. How does that go? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tia. Oh, no. Okay. Um, uh, I feel bad about this, but I also don't feel bad about it. I'm going to say Luca. 
just for us a, a brief, like just for a moment, because when she hears the statistics about Colin, um, she's like, he's one of the fairer AUSAs. And it's like, girl, like, can you like at least lovingly call him out? You know, it's like, oh, he's not so bad. He bought tickets to see Lauren Hill once. It's like, no, girl, like, yo, yo, man, he got racial bias. Like, talk to him, like, say something. And I obviously I know, like, in that moment, she was trying to support him. But I don't know, I would have been like, damn. <laughs> so like, okay, like, we got, we're gonna have a conversation in the car. So I wish there was at least a scene with her calling that out instead of just going along with it. So I love Luca. Um, many blessings to her and her child. Uh, but yeah, I just, she's my loser for that moment. Mm-hmm. Molly. Uh, the server at the pizza place just <laughs> getting slammed. Don't think he got a good tip at all. So, bummer. Pardon his reach. Uh, also, real my, quick, because you didn't talk yeah. about it. That I, I'm sorry to interrupt. That that pizza that is that was what was happening with that pizza. That's not how they do it there, right? <laughs> no, I don't know. I want to go to that pizza place because it's really hard to find good looking pizza, it's thin crust like that. Because it because like in Chicago, it's like if thin if they're saying thin crust, like it's like some weird thin thin crust. It's like hard to find uh-huh. New York style, like. And that yeah, was I don't know where absolutely she Absolutely a New York style pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, okay. It's you you guys who are like having Will Gardner in the first episode of The Good Wife, like you know, ordered deep dish by place <laughs> all the time. Now are like, screw it. <laughs> yeah, we film in New York. Take this. I remember uh being in Chicago and asking for thin crust. And yeah, it, it is weird. Uh and it's super crispy from what I remember too. Yeah. Like the, it was like on a it's like a a big matzah or a saltine uh, and they just put a uh, sauce and cheese on it. And that's not how you do it. No. Um, we're up to me for losers. Uh, Jack took Olga from me. So I'm going to go aside from the general United States of America uh, being the losers in this episode, I'm going to narrow it down to the uh, police department. Uh, because it seems like all those cases are getting reopened and Whitehead is uh, going to be in a lot more trouble. I mean, it remains to be seen. <laughs> Wait for it. <laughs> yeah. uh, it remains to be seen. We don't know what's going to happen in, in coming episodes. They may never revisit it again, but it seems like there's a lot of cases there that may come back to haunt them or they're going to have to deal with. Uh, and winners, let's go Molly. Oh, boy. Um, I'm going to... Oh, there's I, I I feel conflicted about winners on this one, um, but I'll, I'll give it to to Marissa because d- did she really think that you know she would see the PP tape ever? Not that it's like a good <laughs> thing to have seen, but like what a fun fact to Golden carry ticket. on the rest of your life, you know? I don't yeah. So I just think I, like watching her wit be witness a witness to all of this and be like that even that moment where adrian is like no she's part of the team uh kind of thing i don't know i felt like she had some nice little wins throughout this whole episode mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh wait, really quick i i got it now olga i barely know her okay it's better right it's a better. little better yeah, yeah keep in my head okay. keep <laughs> <laughs> all right i had i had to try again okay <laughs> Um, my winner uh, for this episode is the golden light from the PP tape drive mm. um, because I 
I don't know, I cackled, I guffawed, I just, it was this unexpected laughter as I was watching the episode, just seeing how they did that. And uh, that was a really funny moment. Um, I think like, like Jack was saying, just with the context of how ridiculous and horrible all this is. So uh, the golden light from the PP drive is my winner because it made me laugh. One of the you. one of the first tech awards, I believe we've we've given. <laughs> um, cool, Jack. Uh, I think for winner, uh, I got to give it to Ruth Eastman because she's making that little that little Trump collection. And spoilers, it I don't know if it works, but she got what she wants out of twenty twenty. You know, very DNC friendly president. Mm-hmm. So you know, we know things are going to go well for her. So I'd say she's the winner. Uh, Craig, he's not yep. in prison right now, so he <laughs> yeah. won. Yeah, uh, yep. he won off of like a crazy super. In fact, he shouldn't be in it to begin with. And the fact that like, yeah, he's the winner, hands down. He's the winner. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he was my winner, so I'm going to go with the other 29 victims of white forehead uh, <laughs> as, <laughs> as as my winners. Um, stray winners. Uh, I had. <laughs> If anybody else has others, feel free to say um, uh, Dominica, uh, Gabe as a winner, uh, Starkey, um, and I had a stray loser, which I probably should have been my, my top, but I think Diane. Um, she's been in a really kind of dark place. Um, she's back on the, the drugs. Uh, she's seeing things, and she's she gets something that she thinks, like everybody thought, like what Jack was talking about earlier, this is going to be the thing. It's gonna take him. It's gonna take him down. I think it was Jack. Um, take him down, and it just it doesn't. It doesn't, and she she has this proof, and now they can't do anything with it. So, yeah, it's it's not a it's not a great day uh, episode, I think, for for Diane. Any other stray winners losers out there? Uh, Maya as a stray loser. Uh, the fact that she got to deal with this weirdo. Uh, <laughs> uh hi. <laughs> Uh, I, you date women? Great. Oh, I do too. Like, all right. Um, I guess the birds outside of Madeline Starkey's oh, office. Nice. Yeah, I feel bad for them. They, I wish they didn't live or perch close to her office. And then I also had Colin as a stray loser because who even are you? Even that moment where he's like, <laughs> "We would like to humbly apologize." It's like now, now you're trying to vacate sentences because you're mm-hmm. running. Okay. Um. But yeah, those are, and then, oh, and Jay, I had Jay as a winner as well because of just mm-hmm. him, you know, keeping hope alive and helping his friend out and yeah, having his integrity intact, so. Yeah. Sure. Uh, all right, well, then that will do it for our episode of the podcast covering season two, episode nine, day 464. Uh, we'll be back covering season two, episode 10 in a little bit. Thank you, Keen. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Tia. Thank you, Molly. And thank you all for listening. Bye.